You can cut all the flowers, but you cannot keep spring from coming. Pablo Neruda Welcome to Eberron Renewed, a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I am your Dungeon Master, Eric. And I'm Philip, And I'm Randy. And I'm Jeff. And welcome back to another episode of Eberron Renewed. So, gentlemen, what happened last time? A tower exploded and we rescued people from the fire. And the guys got to meet a really cool half-orc <laughs> <laughs> who nobody could understand. <laughs> At first, <laughs> the three of us saved people from the wreckage of the building and then went to meet with Commander Bala of the British Men in Black. <laughs> Dark Lanterns. The Dark Lanterns, a CIA-ish organization. And so Theradak is a member. Barrick is on the fast track to become a member um. if he wants it. <laughs> and and then poor Lyle Dex is just kind of also there. Although consultants tend to get paid better than... Employees. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the sweet, sweet GPs <laughs> at the end uh, of this. But anyway, you so, don't know my boss very well. <laughs> <laughs> we got to fly on a boat and landed in, well, not in the middle of, chronologically the middle of, geographically the outskirts of, <laughs> a battle with shadows. Yes. So we're going to pick up from there. Crast landed near, he kind of followed you down. Lyle, because he hit his button correctly as well. And so you two are on the bank of the river. You are separated from them on the outskirts of town, basically on the other side of the town from the river. It's not a large town. And then <laughs> Barrick is taking a night swim in the river. So, yeah, what do y'all do? Climb out of the river. Okay. <laughs> I say, let's go, Soggy. <laughs> do I make you make an athletics check to swim? No. Up to you. <laughs> it's a pretty still river, so you're fine. <laughs> The bank is very muddy, though. You just keep <laughs> into the. I'm sorry. The, all the water turns black. Um, <laughs> so Mississippi Moon. The third act's obviously going to look around for his companions and okay, begin looking for them. Yeah, and how far away did you say he was from? I us? mean, he's on the other side of the town from you all. Just oh, given so we, okay. given how differently the buttons were hit. So give me give me a perception check to try and look around and see them. Seventeen. Okay. Yeah. Looking looking through the fighting and stuff. You can recognize especially the familiar silhouette of Crast standing on the bank of the river on the other side of town. So you can try to book yes, it around. I'm going to make my way in that direction. Okay. As you approach, as Barrick's climbing out of the river, Crast um, looks at you and says, Well, it seems that we've stumbled into a bit of a situation here and the, the shadows have, <laughs> you think, <laughs> have invaded Breland. So, Theradak, your training has been going well. You've been progressing pretty well, but I'm going to need you to take this. And he reaches into a pack that seems much smaller than what should be able to contain what it contains. It's bigger on the inside. And he pulls out a golden chest plate that you all recognize, and he tosses it to Theradak. Don't forget that when Crass dies. <laughs> yeah. Put it on. So that's plus one plate is what it is statistically. So your AC goes up one. Right. Ooh, what man? Just, what what did Trevor? He was like twenty one AC by yeah. the, with that yeah. everything on. Retrospectively, Barrick noticing all the shadows looks to see is the moon high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? And 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 Dex just does a real quick double check on the ground to make sure that our shadows aren't dancing. <laughs> your shadows are not dancing. They are unless you're dancing. Then your shadows would dance. Um, I'm, I'm rarely not. Dancing. <laughs> <laughs> the moon does not seem the same as it was uh, on the night that Jacob went missing. Okay. So this is a piece, a, a golden chest plate with a bright purple gem laid in the center of the chest. And although the, the gem is purple, there seems to be a amber light swirling within it is what you notice about it as you strap it on. 
you say? And if you know anything about complementary colors, that means it's a brown ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> you say it was golden? The chest piece was golden? Yes. You have the armor strapped on. Uh, the battle still rages on in Xandrar. So how are you all going to approach this? Suppose let's go kill some shadows. Yeah, hey, Barrick, you want to run over there and do some damage? Let's yeah. go have fun. Barrick, Barrick sort of looks at the shadows and... <laughs> well, I guess this is what you wanted. And he closes his hand and the... Yeah! And the black sword just sort of materializes its way down the blade. And he rushes towards the shadows. You hear... An and ice. I say, I say, Barrick, wait, I got a cool thing too. And I push the button <laughs> and I cast Daylight. Uh, Theradak my- looks at Crast for, like, permission. Yeah, go. Um, as the sword appeared in your hand, uh, Barrick, you hear kind of a almost unsettling like in your head, um, like a contented sigh. Um, as he runs, Barrick <laughs> does that. Barrick shivers. <laughs> um, okay, so as you all run in uh, to the city through a couple buildings, your path is blocked as you see four shadowy figures emerge from the darkness of the alleyway and stand before you. But then out of the ground where a shadow resides, you see two paws like come up and out of the ground pulls a mastiff made of shadow who is snarling and ready to lunge at you. Eric, are you going to make me fight a dog? Oh, sweet, sweet pup. Yep. You make me fight a pup. <laughs> All it's right. A, it's a mean shadow pup. Okay, it's not, not really a dog. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a shadow manifestation. Yeah. It looks like a dog. The better to trick you. Mm. <laughs> you know my weakness. <laughs> it's floof. I mean, are we rolling initiative? Is that what we're doing here? Yes. Yeah. Right. Eric? 10. A natural 20 plus 1. Okay. 8. And just for the record, I get to add seven. I don't think I've ever gone before, Lyle. I got my fumble out the way. <laughs> okay, Theradak, you are up first. Theradak, having never fought shadowy creatures before, rushes the, what'd you say it was, a mastiff? Yes. Now, they're within a daylight dome now, right? Like, yes. we're that close. I mean. Okay. Yeah. Great sword in both hands. Rushes up to the mastiff and swings at it. Okay. That's going to be 23. You hit it. 14 damage. You notice as you as your sword, where you would think it would collide with the mastiff, it just passes through it. You see some of the shadow wisp away, but it didn't have that, that good feeling that you get when you fight. You get the sense that you didn't really do to it what you wanted to. Yes. Theradak's eyes kind of bug out a little bit. Hit it harder next time. As you have rushed forward, the four shadows just merge onto you, attempting to take you out. And so the first one, that is going to be a ten. Nine. Okay. Twenty. Yes. Okay. So one of these shadows' hands land right on your chest of your breastplate, and you take five necrotic damage. Rounded down, right? Yes. And you feel just energy drain from you as your strength score reduces by two. And so you're, you're just weakened as this shadow touches you. And the last shadow... Crits on Theradak. Oh, no. Well, it was nice knowing you, Theradak. <laughs> Yay. Did you come prepared? I, I, I rolled second character before we had our first session, <laughs> so I was ready for when I died. Are you prepared for this? You want to just be crashed the rest of the day? <laughs> just kidding. Okay. Good. Part of his crit was that any ones or twos on his damage roll, he got to re-roll. So that is 10 necrotic damage, and your strength score goes down one more as you're weakened even more. And he has a plus two AC. Wait, that shadow does? Yes. That's a really good crit. (laughs) (laughs) And and, and during this, Barrick and I was like, oh no. Um, (laughs) The shadow mastiff rears up and lunges at you. 17. No, and I'm going to repost. Okay. Make a melee attack at him. 25. That is a hit. 
15 damage. Okay. And that uses one of my superiority dies. Still doesn't feel quite as nice hitting this, this shadow dog as you are used to it feeling when you hit stuff. When you hit other dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beric, it is your turn. Uh, Beric charges at whatever shadowy being is closest to him. Okay. He goes ahead and activates his Hexblade curse on it. Okay. It's going to be a lot. Uh, 25. You definitely hit it. That'll be 11 damage from Cursebringer, which is magical. I think you said it was a plus one magic sword at the moment. If that's relevant for such things. Do I get any better result? Well, I guess I wouldn't know it's better, but you firmly connect. When I'm having a shadow sword, you can't, can't get shadows with it. Um, so yeah, the shadow kind of wails as it recoils from Cursebringer's touch. And you hear Cursebringer in your head just go, yes. Like that's very that's very distracting. Yeah, it's very very hard to maintain my forms while you do that. It's it's, it's apparently pretty easy for Cursebringer to maintain an erection. So much work. Yes. Um, Please don't ever make that sound again, uh, or Eric, frankly, uh, anybody. I'll okay. warn you to take your headphones off first next time. All right. Dex, you're up. Okay, remind me from the last battle uh, that we did with Shadows. We don't... It doesn't feel the same to us, but the blade makes contact and stops. It doesn't pass through, right? It it passes through them. Then... Because they are ethereal shadows. Then what would keep my ribbon weave from passing through one and into another? That is a very good question. (laughs) Game balance mechanics? Um... (laughs) Are you saying this is a game? We're about to die. Um, I mean, I, say, say no. That's I'm fine. <laughs> I'm gonna like you can you can make that multi attack attempt if you want, but I'm gonna have you roll a percentile die as to whether or not you hit Theradak, who is in the middle of them, like up there. Um, so, so you're saying that there's n- I don't have an angle that I could get to where I could potentially take two right now. They, they're, they they're closed up on them. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's fine. Then I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I, I don't know Theradak yet, but I also don't feel like killing him. He is on the team. Um, so, <clears throat> Theradak appreciates this. <laughs> and I like knowing that there's not like a minimum level to which you have to know someone before you would want to kill them. <laughs> yes. uh, I wouldn't the, want to kill them. I think it's the inverse, actually. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, then, yeah, I'm just going to go the nearest one to me, fling out that blade, and that is a... 14. That is a hit. All right, cool. Four. Okay, that's six, 12, 13 damage. Nice. Okay. That was Those were bad rolls, too. I got two ones. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. I just saw the six on your sneak attack die. That's the only one that did well. Uh. Okay, and now Crast is going to sprint up into the fray um, to protect Theradak. So he is going to swing at the Shadow Mastiff as well. But you hear him invoke the power of the silver flame as he rushes up and silver light wreathes his sword in flame. That is a hit. And you just see the the brilliant silver fire just almost ignite within the shadow mastiff and it rears back in pain. It's not dead, but man, did that hurt. So yeah, Theradak, it is your turn. And how many creatures are up on the half work? Five? Five. Four shadows and one shadow pup. Theradak just kind of picks his great sword up over his head and sticks his chest out and dazzling flare. I like uh, the idea that Theradak thinks he has to assist it with the chest. Yes, I was like, yes. <laughs> like oh. Okay. So they all need to make constitution saving throws. It's yes. more funny because none of us can actually see him flex his pecs under the armor. <laughs> right. Okay. Two of the shadows managed to save but the Mastiff and two of the Shadows did not. Nice. So... Okay, so take 1d8. Four. The Shadows rear back in pain, but the Shadow Mastiff just lets out this deafening howl as the, the dazzling flares that erupt from the jewel in your chest pierce through it, and the Shadow just ignites from within as it 
the wisps of shadows fly away as it dissipates into the night sky. So, howling like a forlorn puppy. <laughs> and they're they all blinded, correct? Yes, the shadows are... I'm the same way, Jeff. I'm way sadder in a movie or a video game if a dog dies than the thousands of people who frequently die in movies or video games. The dog's not a bad boy. Right. He's a big boy. Okay, so now it is the uh, shadows' turn. So they all have disadvantage, so they're just going to flail wildly at the half-orc in front of them. Um, that is a miss. Then another one is going to attack Barrick, who ran up and struck him. Um, that is going to be an 18. Yep, that will hit. I'm sorry, I rolled as if I had advantage, not disadvantage. He rolled a 4 on one of his dice. Ha! So, he misses you. Another one attacks Dex. 14. Whiff. Okay, and the last one attacks Crast, who misses. So, they're all just flailing about wildly. Barrick, your turn. <laughs> we take a moment to watch them do that. <laughs> uh, Barrick just sort of pivots backwards as it swipes at him, and then uh, steps in again as he swings and the shadows just sort of trail behind the the black blade as it swings. Yeah, I say ooh and then, oh hey, cool. I was going to say, I'm going to roll a one after <laughs> setting it up. Uh, 26. That is most certainly a hit. Yes. Uh, that would be 12 damage. 12 damage? Yes. Okay. <laughs> the shadow that you strike... Cursebringer just plunges into its chest and it looks almost as if Cursebringer draws the shadow into him as the shadow dissipates and wisps off on the night wind. And if I wasn't at maximum hit points, I would regain some hit points right there. <laughs> but instead, because I have Cursebringer now, I move my curse to the next one. Okay. Um, <gasps> fancy. Well so, done. Many, so many things. Destroy all of them. <laughs> You're doing all this, and <laughs> Dak and I are just like, I hit him. <laughs> I hit him real hard, though. That's right. Blinded him. Yeah, I was going to say, that was that was not nothing. It is now Dex's turn. <laughs> I hit him. None, I mean, none of them are at full strength anymore, right? Uh, two of them, in fact, are at full strength still. Okay. And they're blind. So <clears throat> advantage. Yes. Right. Is there any way by which I would remember, though? I mean, I don't know that Dex really has the cognitive situational awareness to notice which ones haven't taken hits yet, especially from a dazzling light. So I guess I'm just going to go the one closest to me. And it's, I mean, these things don't show wounds exactly, right, so it's right. harder to tell. <laughs> Drip shadow out of the <laughs> cuts. So Ribbon Weave, the one nearest me. Dang it. I mean, that's a 19. That's why I'm dang it. Oh. It's a 26. I hit him. Okay. For 16 points of damage. Okay. You swing through again. And while your, your ribbon weave still swings through, not with that real satisfying feeling, the shadow still just lets out a screech like, ah, as it dissipates into into the air as shadow light rips through a shadow. Okay, Crest attacks another one of the shadows. Doesn't do a whole lot of damage, but still makes contact. Um, and it is now Theradak's turn. This is not an attack roll. Okay. He's okay. You okay. sure? <laughs> no, it was not. Theradek has a special homebrew mechanic on his character that Randy will occasionally roll to see if yes. something happens. Now this is an attack with a great sword Does he on. go bonkers or something? <laughs> Apparently we don't know. You don't know. Crest knows. <laughs> I'm going to ask Crest. <laughs> Here's the attack. You sure the first one wasn't the attack? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. It depends on what the other thing is. Maybe. Well, let's see. Now, my strength is at 17, so that makes my modifier what? Three? Yes. Yeah. So that's going to affect my two hit. So 13. Okay. That is a hit. Yeah. Cool. There you go. 12 damage. 12. Still just doesn't doesn't feel right to hit these guys. And now it is the Shadow's turn. So one's going to attack Theradak. 16 that won't hit. So it is now Barrick's turn. Uh, the one that I moved my curse to, I attack. Okay. And we have advantage because they're blind? Or are they still blind? They are no longer, no blind. longer blind. Okay. Just check. Oh, that's going to be disappointing. Uh, that is a total of... 
12. Hit. Oh. How about a beat? <laughs> Excellent. Uh, then that will be 11 damage. Okay. Very uh, just shifts effortlessly to the next one and hacks into it. Excellent. All right. Dex. Okay. I mean, this is uh, for you to decide. Can I go for a double hit yet, or am I still going to risk hurting one of the crew? Like, If you want to try to move around onto the other side of them, I will say yes, but they, with a disadvantage, will get an opportunity attack against you. One of them will. Um, here's... Here's a question. Uh, my swashbuckle, my uh, third level thing is that I don't get... I, if I'm attacking a creature, they don't get an opportunity attack. It's, it's that post. If yeah, I want it's, to, you attack them and then attempt to move. Okay, yeah. got it. That's what I just wanted to check. Okay, um, then I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna... Uh, I'm just gonna use my ribbon weave on the closest one again. Okay. That's just what I'm gonna do. And I'm going to do it for 26 uh, attack again. Do it. So, but I'm. I love this weapon until I just use it seven times in a row and it gets boring. So here's (laughs) what I do. Um, because I uh, am still working with it, I'm still learning it. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel pretty confident. I've had a good battle so far. So I'm going to bring it all the way back behind me. The full the knob sails over my head. The whole thing. And I want to see, since I know it's just going to sail right through this guy, I want to see what sort of speed I can get going. So <laughs> okay. I'm going to just bring it over my head like I'm casting a fishing line, whip it down as hard as I can, and just try to bring that whole blade to the ground at okay. one time. And nice. I, and I do that for uh, 12A. I can't count. 19 points of damage. Okay. So, yeah, you you bring it. It, it does not lose any speed as it passes through this shadow and just dust kind of kicks up as the ribbon weave blade just lands hard on the ground and, <laughs> and breaks <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then you see the sh- you look at the shadow and the shadow has not come back together after you <laughs> sliced it down the middle um, as it forms two new no, as it, <laughs> does it do the shadow or the cartoon thing where it just peels away from itself <laughs> yes down the middle? and just pools on the ground in darkness um, and as I am wont to do during battle, I go, did you guys see that? Did you guys see that? <laughs> um, they redact, this is how we roll. <laughs> and Crass is going to attack once again. That is a hit. Actually, no. You know what? How many hit points are you down, Theradak? Seven. Seven. Um, Crass lays a hand on you, and you feel your power restored as you are back up to max hit points. So... Um, Get all my strength back too, right? No. <laughs> and now it is Theradex's turn. Well, he's bringing his great sword back around to take another slice. Okay. Eighteen. That is a hit. Thirteen damage. Okay. The last shadow remaining tries its best to attack Theradak with disadvantage. That is a critical fumble. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is now Barrick's turn. Barrick will uh, swing away with Crispinger again. Ha. You're scared of me. <laughs> 19. 19, that's a hit. Uh, that is 18 damage. So yeah. Goodbye. Curse Springer <laughs> once again just seems to drink up this shadow as you plunge it into it. <laughs> We're like, this podcast is like reverse ASMR. Like, <laughs> just repulsive noise. We just make everybody squicked out every time we do anything <laughs> that's not a human English word. Uh, looking down the street further into town, do I see any more adversaries? Um, you actually begin to see, um, as you all are fighting, the shadows have begun retreating, um, whether or not they are disappearing into the, the shadows. 
or uh, retreating back across the river by virtue of a bridge that runs into Xandrar and running back into the Eldine reaches. So the, the shadows are retreating. And the humans are not fighting each other? No, they okay. are not. You notice that as as each individual fight starts to break up, the uh, people wearing the masks um, are starting to take off. Like, they're they're not sticking around. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay, hang on. <clears throat> hey, uh, Barrick, uh, remind me again. Uh, we're supposed to be pretending that we're... Uh, we're scouting out for the cannons, right? Yes, that's right. Um, I mean, I think that we could safely say that what we did was self-defense. Yeah. Um, but we probably ought not to go finding the, the the leader of this militia to find out what just happened, right? Maybe we ought to just run to the nearest fella and say, we're very scared and we're new here. Can you hold my hand for a moment and tell me what just happened? Everyone give me perception checks. 21. I have rolled... Three nineteens, natural nineteens. <laughs> uh, but for perception, that gives me a twenty-five. Nine. Okay, Dex and Dak, you two notice um, amongst the the people wearing blue masks um, that seem eagle in shape. Does that mean anything to me? Um, no. Okay, you notice a, another figure that seems to be almost guiding them, but from a distance, like you see them glancing in a certain direction and you see somebody giving hand signals, but it's somebody in a red owl mask. But this, this person seems to be, have fallen back into an alleyway. There, that kind of slaps Barrick on the shoulder and points up to the owl guy. Okay. Um, you do note, um, just, by virtue of, of noticing these things, um, the the red owl figure is uh, female, just based on body shape. So, oh, and I'm gonna uh, I'm, I have turned off daylight. Okay, I've, I've recalled the spell. I'm trying not to draw attention <laughs> to yeah. us. Okay. Um. Yeah, I think I think uh, Barry, do you know what this is? Like, I mean, did you see the red lady with the owl hat? Um, uh, it's yes. different than the blue folk with the eagle hats. And, uh, I, I mean, do you, you're from this area, not this area, but you know, things, Barrick, do you know this? It looked like she was directing them. Everyone give me history checks. You all been operating in the area long enough to wear 15, two, three. <laughs> nice, nicely done. Gentlemen, Barrick, you can recall that the, symbol a symbol not b symbol but a symbol of the swords of liberty at their inception was a blue eagle that's what you can note about the masks well if i had to guess i'd say that they're probably swords of liberty they use a blue eagle as their symbol sometimes i think they call him sam (laughs) (laughs) this is a very bad podcast (laughs) Um, really? So you think those might be the swords? I guess. I mean, when the shadows are coming, the enemy of your enemy. I guess that does make sense. And for all I know, they had launched an attack on the town, and the shadows showed up in the middle of it. That's fair too. All right. I guess we just need to. Crass, do you want to? I mean, give us some direction. Or should we go? Should we wait till morning before we start our grand ruse? Well, the plan was to wait until morning, but I mean. Do we want to go capture one of those guys? We could try that. Um, I mean, the the fact that the Swords of Liberty and the shadowy figures are openly operating in Xandrar, I, I think our timetable needs to change um, because this attack may happen again tomorrow night and the night after. So I I would be remiss to to delay any longer from action. So you suggest we pursue? Um, yeah, we can do that. Pursue the shadows, pursue, pursue the swords of liberty. I would be more inclined to pursue the swords of liberty personally, but um, yeah, we know. Um, here's the thing: I already turned off my daylight. We're going to do better against the swords of liberty than we are if if it comes to blows. Because uh, I've, I've I've ruined our disadvantage. 
uh, our advantage. Uh, I mean, I ain't got no problem putting it to a. Well, those not going to work. There's four of us. I was going to say we're going to have to ru- start running about right now. If we're yeah, going to pursue as, as you all are talking, people are still filtering out of the town. Uh, there, Dak. Which direction do you start running? I just, oh, wait, there's, only, there's only one bridge over the river, right? Yeah. I start running towards the one bridge out of town. Okay. Whoever we're pursuing has to go across that bridge. I say, well, okie dokie. And I, as as I do now, I run after Beric. <laughs> um, are you going with them? Theradak turns and sees them running toward the bridge. Glances at Crast and let's, shrugs let's, his shoulder and takes off. Let's go. Um, okay, so you all are kind of at this point chasing shadows um, um, because they, they are the figures that were predominantly um, crossing the bridge. Everyone has your... <laughs> Whoops. Wait, the swords aren't? They were filtering away from the town. But everyone give me perception checks as you run across the bridge. The non-riverward direction away from the town, I guess. Oh. Everyone give me perception checks. All right. Philip misunderstood the situation. 16. Uh, why don't I? Uh, 18. Uh, 14. You two are able to notice. Got that DC 15. Um, as you, as you all are crossing the bridge, you see in the distance, kind of where there are tall trees almost blocking moonlight, you're able to see small ferries going across the river the direction that you are running into and you would notice this as you're crossing. I'm just making well. sure because this is a fantasy world. You mean boats. Yes. Not. <laughs> I was going to ask exactly the same question. Um, this is also the right part of that world for, for fairies. For other kind of fairies. <laughs> you all see on the other side of the river from Zandrar and you two especially would, would have been aware of this just with the geography of Breland. You see ruins of a town that is referred to as old Zandrar which is a ruin from the time of the Dakani Empire of the Hobgoblins. Them Dakani's. I mean, I don't know that yet. You're right. right, right. But I like that what happens now is Beric runs, Jeff follows, or Dex follows, and then Dex explains to Beric what we all see <laughs> because he can't pass a perception check. But what you've run towards, Beric, is boats. <laughs> there are boats, and there's a ruin over there. And I, uh, I don't know for sure, but it looks real similar to the last time we were in uh, a ruin. I believe we referred to it as the night thing. Yes. <laughs> and the uh, Theradak goes, wait a minute. Uh, are we trying to catch a shadow figure? Well, I don't really figure we can capture and interrogate a shadow. Yes. But we probably can one of the swords. Yeah. So, did we did we see swords on swords on the ferries? Yeah. You, you okay. get the sense that the swords are taking the ferries. So you all can either continue across the bridge or run along the coast and try to capture a, a sword as he's approaching the ferry. Get me on that boat. Yep. Okay. So you all kind of, Put after stepping on the, the, the bridge, um, are running down the coast towards where you spotted the ferries getting into the water. Um, everyone give me perception checks again. Um, <laughs> the name of this episode, perception check. Same one. <laughs> 26. 22. 14. <laughs> you two. Strap and Barrett got a story for you. You hear a scream kind of coming from outside of town a little bit away from the coast. Male, back toward female. back towards the town, though? Well, no, like you, the, the town is now getting to be behind you. You're running along the coast. The boats are down here. The scream was to your right, essentially, like um, having to go inland. If I... L- Oh, wait. Just describe the scream. I didn't successfully perceive the scream, so never mind. Describe the scream to me. It, it's adult, and you would you would say probably feminine in nature. Now what? Yeah, I'm trying to decide what Dex would do. Beric um, is running. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know. Beric. I'm, I'm trying to decide if I, if I would veer. Um, I mean, obviously, if I veer, I'm going to say something to you. If I keep running, I'm going to... Your, your time in, in Sharn has taught you that Swords of Liberty are not easy to to spot just... Well, now you know why. They wear masks when they operate as the Swords of Liberty, so... Um, this is going to be our chance to get one. Yeah. I'm running with Beric. I say, Beric... Oh, Jesus. Just screaming in the microphone. Theradak, you, you running? Does this scream sound like... Now let me see the scream. Somebody's in trouble. 
does the scream have a very abrupt end as though <laughs> yes. it was the last scream and it's beyond help? No. That would be easy. Is it by chance the scream of someone who's excited because something really good has happened? <laughs> ah, my birthday! It's a girl! <laughs> um, there are no follow-up screams, but the scream did not end abruptly. Theradak would yell, Somebody's in trouble. I must go assist. Okay. Well, now feeling a bit hamstrung. Um, uh, I mean, Crass can, can go with Theradak. We can split the party if you like. How far are we from Swords of Liberty? Um, from where you saw the fairies entering, probably about, you would guesstimate, 60 to 100 feet. And Theradek's not just run off. He's like, right. he's relaying that this is what he wants to do. Right. But have you stopped running? Because they are continuing to run. Are you running with them? I or yelled it and I have stopped. So are, you're not running towards the screen. You've just stopped on the bank of the river. I'm stopped waiting to see what they're going to do. If they're going to follow me. Well, I'm still running. Not. They, they, I mean, they I, have both resolved to continue. I running. never once perceived that there was a scream. Right, so Barrick has no, Barrick has no reason to stop. He's going. And you would not have heard me yell someone screaming. I need to assist. Um, maybe, but I also figure that we just dropped into a town in the middle of a battle and probably a lot of people are screaming. That's kind of where I'm at. Like, yes. So crashed is still with me. What does crashed? Because I kinda, would look to him for leadership. Obviously, he's my mentor. Crass turns to you and says, we have to get the swords. And then turns and continues to run. And then Theradak would. Okay. Mm, okay. Okay, so now safe bet, Barrick and Dex are 20 feet ahead of yeah. Crass and Theradak. Yeah, so you you have a pretty good sight on the entry point for the fairies at this point. Um, and you can see... A couple figures running through the woods towards the ferry. <laughs> I hate to say this again. Can I, so yeah, yeah. Which side of the river are we on? You are on the east side. Are we on the side with the town or the side without the town? With the town. You basically ran onto the bridge, stopped. So there, and then people running through the forest are people coming from outside of town? Yes. Got it. Um, you hate to say what again? Uh, <laughs> perception checks. Okay. Uh, 23. Worse. 25. Okay, you two notice. Um, you you actually manage to spot um, through, well, not even spot them. You hear a straggler and you you look and you see the blue mask. Like, it's somebody that's fallen behind the rest of the group headed towards the ferry. How far are they from me? They're about 30 feet from you. Okay, here's what I do. I, I, I change course to intercept. Okay. Bring out the ribbon weave. I'm going to go for a, a, grap, a grapple check to trip them. Okay. And I, I get advantage on that. So the red owl mask is nowhere to be seen. No. Okay. 18. Yes. You nice. See. All right. So it wraps around his ankles and he just pff, falls flat on his Theradak face. following closely behind as he swings, mm -hmm. passes him, jumps on top of the dude. Okay. How, uh, how far am I from the, those running for the fairies? Um, I would say about 35 feet. Sweet. Uh, I misty stepped within 15 feet of the pack and lightning lure one of them. Okay. Give me a strength saving throw. Are we, we going to do a little prisoner's dilemma scene? Yeah, we are. Your buddy said. <laughs> awesome. Good cop, bad cop. Good cop, bad cop, dex cop. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a loose cannon. <laughs> uh, 21. Gah. <laughs> Passes. But now they are aware of you. So, initiative. Sweet. Is that us too? Since we yes, yeah. I'm gonna say Barrick and Crash to get away. I mean, actually, I'm gonna say I'm, I'm just gonna third deck. You can hold him down, right? Yes. All right, and then I come from the shadows. Can I get a surprise attack? Since I'm coming from the shadows. Sure. All right, so I'm gonna come from the shadows and the the front guy of this of these three because I've got 30 feet to move, so I can get right up on him. And I ribbon weave him. That's a 16. Hit. Four, six, seven, uh, 11 points of damage. All right, go ahead and give me your initiative scores, everybody. Nine. I forgot. 15. 12. 15. And Theradak Crass tells you that he can, he can hold him down. Go help the other two. So the swords are up first in the initiative order. Two of them are going to rush up on Barrick. That first attack is a 10. Miss. And his second attack is an 8. 
Miss. And the second one attacks. 21. Uh, that hits. Six damage. And lastly, 14. Miss. Okay. And the last one attacks Dex. 14. Miss. 21. Yes. Or 22. That is a that is a, a hit. Eight damage. Goyf. All right. So yeah, they turn and attack you. And now it is Dex's turn. All right. Same dude. Okay. Ten. Miss. They're a deck. Rushes up to the nearest one, swinging his majorly big sword down, trying to catch him right in the shoulder blade. No, he's not. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be a eight. That is a miss. Quit moving. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Beric. How many of them are around me? Uh, two ran up and attacked you. How far? But the, in the whole group, there are three total. Three total. Uh, is the third one also within ten feet of me? Um, we'll say yeah. Okay. Uh, then, as Barrack runs up, uh, seeing that the the lightning lure failed and seeing them charge towards him, uh, he just twirls Curse Bringer around underhanded and thrusts it into the ground. And I need a strength save from all of them. Okay. Oh, you, you really are just a one-man wrecking crew. Uh, I love it. Nine, seven, and three. Sweet. <laughs> Six. They all three take 14 necrotic damage as these tendrils of dark energy uh, erupt out from the ground where I, where I thrust Cursebringer. Also, they can't take reactions until uh, until their next turn, should that become relevant for them. You hear Cursebringer in your mind say, No, these are not enemies of the darkness. Wait. Yeah, I, I, I didn't hear that, but I think <laughs> um, you need to seek clarification. Uh, okay. Wait, I assume um, he means enemies of the light, because oh, yeah. if they are enemies <laughs> of the darkness, <laughs> Wait, if they're not enemies of the darkness, then, then is this like these a they're are, neutral? These are not enemies of the light. These are a neutral third party. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, so what? I say in front of all of them. <laughs> wait, what? They are not those that wish to bring darkness. One of them swings at you. That's a critical bumble. And his second attack misses as well. <laughs> second one. Miss. And 18. Hits. That is six points of damage. Dex. I mean, I don't know nothing about no dark enemies. So. <laughs> well, I'm certainly trying to bring darkness to me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna swing to hit, and that is a thirteen. Thirteen. That mm-hmm. is a miss. Okay. deck. Once again, swinging that great sword around, and that's going to be fourteen. Ugh, miss. Okay, Beric. <laughs> <laughs> You explain. I'm going to fight. <laughs> he swings at one of them. Not your enemies. They're trying. Uh, what? <laughs> this, is, this is the most hilarious thing <laughs> in my head. <laughs> 19 against one. That's a hit. 13 damage. Explain what you mean. I have told you all I can. They are not enemies of the light. One of them swings at you. Well, they seem to be enemies of That's the... 11? Of the innocent people in this town. And 15? Uh, 15 hits. Okay. That is 4 damage. And the second one attacks you. Um, yeah, that's going to be a hit. And the second one is a miss. 5 damage. They sought to drive back the darkness, not embrace it. Well, they also blew up a tower in Sharn. And I just, I just turn <laughs> and I say, uh, Theradak, some things have happened. Uh, we just let Barrett go, and he'll tell us later. <laughs> he, he sounds disturbed. <laughs> well, yes. That is a, that is a, that's, that's not a bad description. <laughs> that is an accurate description, but he's our disturbed guy. As you all are having this conversation, it is your turn to yeah. attack. <laughs> and, and I'm not even breaking the conversation yeah. to do this. I say, he is a bit disturbed, 
and, and, and I because I don't break conversation, I miss. That's a twenty. <laughs> there it is. I will hit you if you will be still. <laughs> Twenty. Twenty. That is a hit. Ah. Thirteen. Eric. There are enemies you cannot see that they have the light to flush out. Yeah. Did they do it by blowing up a tower in Sharn? There are greater threats than you can imagine. Sorry, are you telling me it doesn't matter that they blew up a tower in Sharn? That is precisely what I'm saying to you. Beric, are you going to do something, bud? Uh, I, yeah. He <laughs> always talk to himself. Yes, and apparently I'm acknowledging that there are turns in this real battle. <laughs> 21. <laughs> Beric, I can't go till you go. 21, that's a hit. Oh. Seven damage. I am actually just trying to subdue somebody here. And at this point in the fight... All right, if you're not part of an organization that just blew up a bunch of innocent people in Sharn, then I would invite you to step back and we'll all have a talk about this instead of trying to kill each other. It's their turn, so they're going to swing at Barrett. Miss. 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 And a hit. Four damage. Dex, it is your turn. Barrett, what the hell are you talking about? Uh, the, The sword thinks they're not enemies. But he doesn't think they didn't blow up a tower in Sharn. He just doesn't think it matters. It's not not the tower blow up. <laughs> um, okay. Um, I I go along a bit with Dex's idea, and so instead of slashing, I'm going to attempt to trip just to tie, slow one of them down, get him up, get him prone. Okay. And that's a natural 20. Oh, yeah. So you trip him. Fuck. <laughs> you trip that guy so hard. And... He hits his head on a rock and gets knocked unconscious. I think that's right. Or can I just do double damage and make it clear that it is non-lethal so I can knock his ass out? Knock his butt out? No, I'm knocking his ass out because I rolled a 20 and I don't get to to do the cool table. He's trying to additionally attack that donkey that came out of the woods behind him. (laughs) Oh, is that what I'm doing? That's fair. Also donkeys. Um, Nine... 12, 13, 14, and I only get to roll this one twice, or do I double damage everything? That's all the dice, I think. No, sneak attack doesn't get double damage. Oh, okay, so that's 14 plus... That's 20 damage. Okay. He... is hurt real, real bad. And prone. That's important. Yes. Okay, Theradact. He's swinging away. 15. 15, that's a hit. Rerolling the one. Nicely done. 13 damage. 13 damage. Are you going after one of the standing ones or the one that went up? Crow. The one that's standing that I've been speaking okay. on. He looks real rough. He's starting to get cut up pretty bad. Can I use a check as a bonus action if I put the guy on the ground and then I wanted to say, I wish I would have thought of this again, wanted to say, do what the man said. If you want to step back, we can have a talk. Or, and then roll that as a check, or is that a full action? Well, I can assure you, based on the conditions that he gave for stepping back and having a talk, none of them have any interest in stepping back and having a talk. Fair enough. I'm the, no, this is not narrative. This is me asking, can I do... Is that a full action, or could I use something like that as a bonus action? If you're future? making a check to affect change, then it's an action. Okay. And so, since I don't have a change-affecting change check. <laughs> well, what you want to do is just be the change. That <laughs> you know, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> um, but he's different, like, every day. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it hard. Okay, so, Beric, it is your turn. So, just so that I understand everything that's been said to me, the sword acknowledges that these guys blew up a tower in Sharn. Yes. None of them have acted perplexed by me accusing them of blowing up a tower in Sharn. No, they have not. So these are definitely terrorists who blew up a tower in Sharn. From a certain, from, from the, from a certain point. From the evidence that I have. <laughs> yes. My mentor okay. does not lie then, at all. Well, yes. I'm not really worried about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> the blowing up the tower thing, that's kind of a deal breaker for me on friendship. Uh, I'm going to try to subdue him still. Okay. The one on the ground? Uh, no, the one I'm fighting. Oh. Uh, a lot. <laughs> 25. Okay. 14. Okay, so you managed to 
use Cursebringer in... Well, you describe so, to me how you subdue him. Um, we've been parrying back and forth while I have a one-sided conversation, and then I start shouting <laughs> at him. In fairness, how would he know that I've changed from to shouting at him? Yeah. Um, but eventually I, I twist the sword and disarm him, and as I step in, I just wing out with the pummel of Cursebringer and catch him straight in the front of his mask, uh, and he just drops. Okay. And then I just sort of stand into a defensive position, and I'm perfectly willing to let the other guy run away, because we've got three of them now, and that's plenty for me. <laughs> okay, so it is the sword's turns to attack. I'm sorry, do we have three? You took one down early, you just tripped one, and I just took one the down. One that's, the one that's down we have, the one that you have we have, the one that tripped. Oh, I thought he got knocked unconscious, too. No, no he's he just not hurt. Oh, he's just hurt, okay. Yeah. My bad. Um, so, the Sword of Liberty that's still up at you is going to attack... Miss and that's a crit. <laughs> Boner. Better you than me at the moment. That is going to be nine damage. Okay. So he slices into you, um, missing the plate and catching some flesh. And now it is Dex's turn. Still on the ground, right? Yes. Remember that thing I did a minute ago to that shadow? Mm-hmm. Where I brought the full force of my ribbon weave straight down onto the ground and it was really rad. <laughs> Feel like it's going to be a lot grosser this way. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to decide how much how, how good of an aim I would have with it, or if I'm just going <laughs> to whatever goes goes. First, let's see if I hit. I don't. Damn it. <laughs> That's a twelve. That's Does he 11. have advantage from because the guy's prone? Yes, you do actually. Hell yeah. That's a, <laughs> That's a thirteen. <laughs> well, I did what I could. <laughs> okay. Wait. Do I also get advantage because I? <laughs> Just really want to do this. Triple advantage. Double advantage. Um, okay, there it is. Super secret probation. Aerodac <laughs> grunts from getting hit and swings with his great sword once again. Eleven. That's a miss. All right, Beric, you have an unconscious one in front of you. Theradak is uh, fighting one, and there's one unconscious or one on the ground, but conscious, trying to stand up. Does it look like? Just for a quick glance around. Have the rest of them made it to the boats at this point? There's only one ferry left. You get the sense this was the last group trying to get across. So there are no other swords around. No others. Okay, so I just level Cursebringer at the one that's still fighting. Okay. And say, listen, friend, this fight's done. All you can really hope for now is to get out of it alive. Don't kill him. Trying an intimidation check to get him to lay down his weapons. While I'm talking, I go, shut up for a minute. <laughs> 17. 17. Um, you seem just like the wrong kind of crazy um, with the way you've acted in this fight. To where Plus halfway through my thread, I went, just shut up for a minute. <laughs> um, to where he, he drops his sword and attempts to take off the other direction away from the boat. Are you going to take an opportunity attack against him? I just want to punch him. Okay. So... Just big this, ham fist. Just. So this is going to be an attack roll with just your strength modifier, since it's an unarmed okay. strike. 11. 11? Oh. You miss. So you try to swing at him and just... As he runs away. You all hear him running away. The one that's on the ground that you tripped is still trying to get up. So I'm going to say we can go ahead and you can make an intimidation check if you want to try and subdue him or to get him to just run away. Fuck him on the head. That's with your exactly staff. what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly. Uh, can I go for a non-lethal? Sure. Head thwacking. I mean, I've done it before. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just the same guy. <laughs> Plot twist. Pop it over. Okay. No, not you. Let's see what you can do. Hell yeah. Twenty-four. Twenty-four. That's a hit. All right. And so I'm gonna roll all these damages. Actually, let me do this. Does a five put him unconscious? No. Okay, then I'm going I'm, I'm to do the sneak attack then. That's 8, 11. Just enough. All right. So nice. You whack him in the back of the head, and he just, his head hits the ground hard, and he is sprawled out on the ground. Um, everyone, and I immediately unmask him just because I, I want to know <laughs> what he looks like. It's old man withers. Um, oh, I knew it. Uh, everyone... <laughs> The theme of this episode. Give me a perception check. Oh wait, real quickly, can I tie him? I've got fifty feet of rope. I'd yeah. like to tie him. Just hog tie him. <sighs> <laughs> and once again, the theme of the episode: Barrick fails. 
Thirteen. Oh, wait, that's a nine, not a six. That's Thirteen. Nice. Uh, that's a twenty. What's my perception? Six. Twenty-three. You are the only one to notice. I see all. Dex, you you hear all. Also um, that. You hear back from where you ran. Um, you hear sounds of um, a struggle from back the direction you came. Like back towards the town? Or? No, like where you immediately came into the fight. Where Crast is with the one yes. on the ground. Ah. But you are the only one to hear this. Okay. Um, my guy's tied up. Your guy is not. Yeah, he's unconscious but not tied up. All right. Um, I just say... I say, Dak, something's happening with... I say it in my voice. I say, Dak, something's happening with Crass. Let's go. And Okay. Do you follow them or do you stay with your, your fella? Uh, I will stay and tie up the prisoners. Confident in their competence to deal with one guy. <laughs> Plus, we have little sending stones. So if it's yeah. real trouble, yeah. you can just call me. This is not my joke. It's from another thing. But can we please refer to them as Rocky Talkies? <laughs> <laughs> sure. You all come upon a scene. You 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 heard sounds of a struggle, but there's not actually a struggling struggle going on. Um, you see the sort of liberty that you all captured uh, tied up with his hands behind him around a tree trunk. As you, you can once you get close enough, hear Crast demanding that he be told who was behind the bombing, and he's he's beating the prisoner, trying to get the information out of him. This is a side of Crast that neither of you have seen before. It's it's very violent. Okay, um, I am going to. I don't work for Crast, so I feel that I am justified in using the extra skill I have in intimidation and not just trying to use persuasion. Okay. To get him to back off. Before I say anything, though, I say, I say, Theradak, I would never hurt Crass, but I got to get him to stop this. Do you understand? Yes. Right. Theradak runs up and gets between him the, prisoner. And the prisoner. Okay. Okay. So and we I need him alive. And I walk up and I say, Crass, um, buddy, I do not want to have to put you on the ground, but I will if you continue to do this. We need to talk to him. I know you're trying to get answers. There are better ways to do it. We have two more. We can get them in rooms. We can compare their stories. But this dude's going to tell you anything you want to hear to get you to stop beating him. So knock it the hell off. That's a 22. Crass just looks at both of you, and he he can't even express his anger and frustration and kind of disdain for the two of you in this moment. And he just turns and starts to walk away. You don't get the sense that he's like abandoning you, but he's just right. walking it off. Uh, but yeah, he's just, yeah. Okay. I want to do two things. Uh, I want to holler at Barrick to walk the prisoners over into this, this clearing that we're in. So we're out of, Eye line. After a moment, I come dragging the prisoners. Okay, because they're unconscious. Oh, that's right. Uh, I wait, do, do. Do I need to send? Do I, do I need to send Theradak to help? Uh, anyway, um, and also I want to take out my water skin and and I, I can't hand it to the guy because he's tied up around the tree. But you know, um, do what I can to clean his wounds up. Oh, it, 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 is he? Is he bloody? Has he been beaten to the point that he's bleeding, or is he just no? Like, I mean, yeah, walked the, around. There is blood. I mean, Crest had his armor on, so like oh. gauntlet punches. Oh, yeah, so okay. he's bruised and battered and bloody pretty bad. So I washed the dude up a little bit. Like I'm not trying to be gentle about it. I'm just simply being marginally decent. Like, I don't want to be good cop. I just want to be neutral yeah. cop. Who? Who are you? Uh, we never got names or anything, did we? I say. Um, Dante DeKenneth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh Hi, I'm Dante Kenneth. Um uh I'm 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 new around here. Sorry about uh him. Um and then around this time I hope that Barrick is there with at least one guy. I say and uh I'm I'm, I'm going to let my friend introduce himself, but you know we showed up during a really weird time and I you know it seemed like you guys are bad guys and we so we decided to kind of take a little bit into our own hands here. But he uh, gives you a very incredulous look when you say that they are bad guys. Of like, course he would. He's following the ideology. He thinks that they're good guys. I'm not. I'm not concerned about that. All right. Well, 
Thank you all so much for listening. Next time we will get to some interrogations and figuring out what's going on with the Swords of Liberty and Xandrar and the bombing and the shadows and everything. We will see you all again next time. Once again, I am Eric. I'm Philip. Randy. Jeff. And thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time. I think there's a time and a place for bad language as emphasis. Okay. I'm going to... And it's everywhere often.